Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. We called it our guy, Patrick Everson of props.com. Compliments and courtesy of the Roman Guest line. Patrick, sir, are you watching this game? And I, Is this not the worst game you've ever seen if you are watching? It's it's pretty bad, so I'm not watching intently. It is on. I can see it in my office on the TV. I have it muted right now out of respect for, for you and Ryan because I respect your time, so I'm not <laughs> going to be distracted by the sound of the television set. But, yeah, it's not the it's not the prettiest thing. I, I, I don't think the game that preceded it was a thing of beauty either, But uh, and I saw a decent amount of that, so – uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of where we're at with some of these teams right now. You're not gonna you're not you're not gonna see great stuff necessarily. Yeah, we just saw one of the worst oh uh, fourth gosh. down calls ever. I don't even. Yeah, uh, Pat. <laughs> so tomorrow, um, I'm kind of sad. I had two games. Two of my favorite plays were ripped away from me. I had the Raiders today as six and a half point dogs early, but obviously that game uh, moved dates, so I had that one ripped away. And then I was on the Eagles. Don't really love the Eagles at the price now. They're six and a half point favorites. So obviously we've seen some line movement. Also tomorrow night we see Seattle and Los Angeles. Uh, what are you hearing about these games? Obviously, you know we've seen, like I said, the line movement with the games being changed and with all the people being ruled out, but. Um, you know, what are the books telling you about these two tomorrow? It's just a messy thing. So it's yeah. interesting you brought that up, Ryan, because so I assume wherever you bet the Raiders, the book called it a uh, a refund, no action yeah. when the move was. So, so yeah, and I'm sure the two of you and others have addressed it, but got to know your house rules because there's a ton of books out here in Vegas and elsewhere where bets are action. They've remained action all the way through today. As long as a lot of books that I talked to, I did an article on this for props.com on Friday as this was all unfolding. And a lot of these bets were action as long as the game was played basically within a week of its scheduled, originally scheduled date. Yeah. So that allowed, I mean, that put the books in a really whack position of uh, potentially betters getting plus six on the Raiders and, and, and plus three on the, uh, you know, on, on the Browns. Uh, it, was, it was pretty fascinating. But anyway, I digress. Tomorrow's games, Tuesday, Tuesday night football in the NFL. Uh, one odds maker that I got a little bit of information from today uh, obviously, the Rams look like they're going to be quite a benefactor from this. They're now back up to minus seven. This line was as low as four, four and a half. I think even one spot got to three and a half on this in all the chaos last week. But tickets four to one and money almost almost two to one on the Rams. And then in the uh, uh, Washington football team against the Eagles, against uh, the Eagles that you're rooting for there, Ryan, ticket count pretty close, pretty much the dead even. But 71% of money on the Eagles, and that line's been all over the place. I think it's, I think I saw it got up to like nine, nine and a half, and as low as, I don't know, three or four or whatever. Uh, but that's, that's been everywhere. So it's just a fascinating situation. But uh, more money on the Eagles, pretty even on the ticket count. Pat, how did the books do this weekend? Now, unfortunately, I was one of the guys who had the Cardinals to cover against, I thought, the worst team in the NFL. But then I realized that the Cardinals are now the worst team in the <laughs> NFL. Um, how the books do, uh, a lot of big spreads, especially with the COVID news. It just and how wonky is it now that you you, saw, you kind of alluded to it the movement? Um, how wonky was this Sunday and Saturday? It was just really right, right. It was it, obviously it was really wonky. Uh, I didn't hear much in the way of uh, of books lamenting how yesterday went. I think generally uh, they were pretty happy with it. May, and and one of the big reasons why, obviously, as you alluded to, was that Cardinals won. Uh, uh, Jason Scott, for example, of BetMGM, vice president of trading. He texted, and I want to make sure I, I say this accurately, 
Uh, I'd rather than paraphrase, I can just go back and take a peek at the text again real quick. But what he said was of that game, just that game, Cardinals Lions, best result of the month. Wow. And, uh, you know, it, for a single game, I'm just like, okay, was Lions win best outcome of the morning? That's what I asked him. And I said morning. I'm sorry. When you're in Vegas, you always think yeah. of morning games and <laughs> afternoon games. But of the early kicks, I said, was that the best outcome of the morning? And he said it was the best result of the month. So they were really happy with that. And then he also noted, uh, you know, taking it a step further, that uh, Packers were the big liability on the late slate. And you got the Ravens to come back and cover the number, uh, which is something the Ravens have done now two weeks in a row, come back from a significant deficit and cover the number for everybody. So, uh, but in this case, they needed the Ravens to cover the number. That was uh, the Packers were, were uh, you know, on all the, you know, money line parlays, parlay, obviously money line parlays don't help you, but parlays and teasers certainly were running heavy to the Packers and, and the Ravens covering there was big. And it was good for me because I got eight and a half, right? Yeah. Buzzer, it was all good. Uh, Pat, so obviously, you know, we're usually wrapping up Monday Night Football and we're taking a look at <laughs> Week 16, but we're not really wrapped up with Week 15 since we have two Tuesday night games and since we just hit on those. I was looking at some early moves for next, well, hell, let's start with Thursday. You got San Francisco taking on the Titans. We've seen a little bit of a move there where the look-aheads were San Francisco minus two. Now I'm seeing some three-and-a-halves. And then on Christmas Day, you know, Green Bay and Cleveland, obviously Cleveland's dealing with some COVID stuff. But that was a four-point spread, and now Cleveland's eight-point dogs. Just with those two games, you know, what are you hearing with with some line movement? Right. Well, on the on the Niners one, it's it's definitely interesting. Uh, the odds maker I speak to every Sunday night for my opening line report. They they opened this at Niners three, and and he said they were quickly bet up to three and a half. That's almost assuredly sharp play. Um, and he said, "Look, I've never been a fan of Jimmy Garoppolo, but I have to admit he looks very comfortable running the offense right now." So. Uh, he liked that, but he also noted, you know, one of the clear factors here is the Titans limping, dealing with a number of injuries. He thinks the public's going to be big on San Francisco for that night before, night before Christmas game, yeah. if you will. Uh, and then uh, uh, the the, uh, the 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 Packers and and Browns. That's you know, it's fascinating. We've got to, you know, the Browns are just coming off this game now. Got to come back, you know, play on play on Monday. Now got to come back and you know, providing everything goes well, play on Saturday. This was one where I'm trying to find a game in my uh, in my list here. I apologize. Oh, yeah, no, problem. no, no problem at all. But, uh, There's a lot but, going uh, on right now. <laughs> absolutely, I've got this game overhead. It's horrible and all that. Um, this was one where I mean, you alluded a little bit to the look ahead lines and so forth. But uh, the same odds maker said we didn't have much discussion on this one. Everyone made it Packers seven and a half or eight. And he, like we just discussed, he said it's a weird spot for the Browns going to Lambeau on a Saturday after playing on a Monday. Uh, they'll be watching close to see who is or isn't available. And that's obviously been exacerbated by today's situation where they couldn't get back either their first string or second string quarterback. I would assume that they'll come back. And that number of a touchdown is based on the Browns having their usual roster. So they're saying, you know, Packers by a touchdown, even if Browns are full strength. Pat, um, it's never too early because I kept feeling like we were saying, man, college football playoffs is so far away. It's so far away. But now, it's really right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, what's the movement looking like, if any? Well, I'm assuming there is a movement around the Cotton Bowl um, coming up. I mean, of course, I won Bama. Um, but, man, that number with Cincinnati, <laughs> is, it's its really enticing. You, have you seen any movement or uh, talked to anyone uh, uh, of these sports books that's seeing some action coming in that should intrigue or in, have it be of interest to those who are uh, looking to bet this game? Well, I do think it's a little interesting. Uh, the book that I talked to right out of the gate back on, was it December 5th or 6th, whatever the Sunday morning was when this all came together, and they, and they you know, 
uh, announced the final four. Uh, the first book I spoke with opened at 13 and stuck there pretty hard while others were going 13 and a half and even 14. And the odds maker at that book said at the time, we actually feel like this is a little high, even at 13. And as it turns out, that book is now at 13. And I'm looking and there are several others that are, or a few others at least, that are at 13, 13 and a half. It seems the anomaly right now is the 14, which I think is interesting. I don't really think there's much going on right now. I think we're kind of in a dead period on both these games. And then post-Christmas, it's really going to pep up. Um, and because of that, I don't think – and I think we talked about this last week. I don't think the 13s are going to stick. I don't think the 13 and a half are going to stick. I think if you want Cincinnati, wait. Uh, I, just, I just feel like that's going to be the way to go. Uh, if you want to see if you can get that full two touchdowns. And, and as far as the other game, you know, multiple odds makers have told me that Michigan has been, you know, they expect Michigan to be a popular play when this heats back up, when people's minds start focusing on it again after Christmas, and that they have been a popular play even up to this point uh, because of that recency bias. They watched Michigan destroy Ohio, you know, roll over Ohio State and then destroy Iowa, and they saw Georgia not have an answer for Alabama. So. Oh, uh, Pat. Oh, man, another fumble from the Bears. This is the worst game they ever, Pat. The punt. They stink. <laughs> what about, so obviously the day after Christmas, uh, that, you know, Sunday game between the Bills and the Patriots, I feel like everybody's going to be watching that game, and it's a huge game for Buffalo. They've already lost to New England at home in Buffalo. What about this one where the Patriots, two and a half points, you know, anywhere from two and a half to three and a half point home favorites against the Bills. How do you see this one playing out in the action coming in? I think it's interesting that, you know, a couple of weeks back, uh, one odds maker I spoke with when these two teams were getting together for the first time said, listen, even though the Patriots are on the road, they're going to be a very public team here. I think they're going to be public again this week, even after the loss of the Colts. I still think, you know, they've just had such a good run over the last several weeks. I think what was it, 7-0 and straight up and against the spread. I mean, yeah. they were winning every week. They were covered every week. And right out of the gate, this, this particular book opened the game at Pickham and said, we just, you know, we, we kicked it around, decided to open it, pick them late Sunday afternoon and let the betters decide which way to go. And it was sharp money on the Patriots right away. So you got sharp money on the Patriots out of the gate. I think you're going to have public money coming in on the Patriots late. And this, and this odds maker feels the same way. He said it should be one of the best games of the week, which I think we'll all agree. But he said, I expect to need the bills. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. And I think they needed, I'm pretty sure they needed the Bills the first time around too because the Patriots were a popular, a trendy road play there, trendy, trendy short road dog in that game. So I think it'll be, the, you know, much of the same except the venue changed. I, I need anything that can take my eyes and what I've seen in this terrible game. Just make me forget <laughs> about whatever I'm watching. Pat, every time we have you here, you know I got to ask you, any intriguing line movement or any, any tidbits that you have for us that will make us say, hmm, well, let me let me just scroll through. I mean, you I mean you guys already mentioned Browns Packers. We talked 49ers Titans. I think Colts Cardinals is having the most interesting early week movement. And I'm not surprised by this because I've been tracking this stuff all season long. But and I think I've mentioned this to the two of you before. The Colts the three well, the three of you wing Tristan's around as well. But uh, the Colts are are and have been for many weeks sharp money attractors. Yeah. The sharp guys like the Colts. The sharp guys were on the Colts this week. They've been on the Colts for several weeks, and they were on the Colts right out of the gate in this game. This game on the look-ahead line was Arizona three-and-a-half. They reopened two-and-a-half after the Colts won Saturday night, a good win, and the Cardinals obviously had a horrible loss. Right away, they had sharp money coming at two-and-a-half. They moved down to two. Now it's down to one-and-a-half in favor of the Cardinals at home. I mean, they're not even getting the three-point, you know, kind of home field advantage, if you will. Yeah. Uh, 
such as the money that's coming in on the Colts. And it's a sharp play. So I would say keep an eye on that line. It'll be interesting, it'll be interesting to see if it gets any shorter. All righty, Patrick Everson. Thank you for joining us, sir, um, of Props.com. Hopefully when we talk to you next week, this time around, we're watching a better game because it, it, it sucks to have you on the phone like this in these circumstances. As, we're, as, we're, as I'm losing money, Pat. Right. It, it, the questions get more depressing. Like, Pat, oh, what are the books? Pat, doing? I have the over in this game, and it's not looking great. We also had Kirk Cousins Goodness, completions. We, we all should have parlayed under-under today. But, I know. Uh, uh, but what the hell? The hindsight's twenty twenty, and neither of his teams are going to score 20, probably. No, so there you go. Probably not. Pat, thanks so <laughs> much, man. The Enjoy the games this week. Thank you, Pat. You bet. That's Happy our guy. holidays. Patrick too, Everson on the Roman guest line. You can get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.